It is Sunday, August 23rd, and this is The Economy Guy coming to you from Aix-en-Provence in France. Yes, that's a long way away from the United States, but it's a short way away from France. So here I am and uh, looking forward to today's topic. I've actually chosen a very specific topic to share with you today. I consider this an educational topic. I want to talk about the future of big data, big data. So those of you who work with computers, your smartphones, whatever, are creating data all the time that's being recorded out there. And it is being used for lots of things, and, and it will be used for a lot more things in the future. And I want to talk about that trend that has been going on for a pretty short time in our lives and, and give you a perspective of how big big data, when people talk about big data, what does big mean? Uh, I want you to get a feeling for what the word big means, and I want to talk about what people are doing with that data and what they will do in the future and where the opportunities are for the growth in that industry, because it is a big industry. Uh, I want you to understand that entirely. Uh, I'm also, uh, while uh, Christine and I are uh, here in Europe, we uh, went to Portugal and then we moved over to France, moving around nicely and freely and enjoying it. We flew from uh, Lisbon to Marseille and uh, took an Uber from Marseille to Aix-en-Provence, which is not too far away, and, uh, and really enjoying herself, but seeing lots of interesting things, trying to understand the economy here as uh, Europe, as the United States is, is trying to recover from the shutdown that the virus happened and uh, and people fighting through, I mean, in the France, for example, people are taking their vacations. That's for darn sure. Not as many as in the last year, but many are. So I see there's human nature is working in a big way. I think there's a significant percentage of people that are sick and tired of uh, sitting at home and wanting to get out. There's a lot of people that aren't about to give up their vacation. In France, that's a sacred thing, very similar to going to church. And uh, so that's about it. So... I'm going to start off with uh, talking about big data now and uh, get you going and teach you a little bit about that and have you start thinking for yourself about what is the future of big data. So big data. How big is big data? Well, everybody with a PC knows what a gigabyte is, right? It's a thousand megabytes, but it's big. It's a lot of data that's about your storage and your uh, PC. Well, in about 1980, that's not too long ago, right? IBM built the first a gigabyte disk. It was uh, cost about forty thousand dollars, and it weighed five hundred pounds. Woohoo! But in 1995, your PC had one gigabyte inside of it, and it cost between one and two thousand dollars. Today, you can fit a 128 gigabyte flash drive in your pocket, and it costs around twenty bucks, twenty U.S. dollars pretty cheap. That shows you the speed of change that's happening with storage, with data, with data. And I want to emphasize the word data. You see, that's measure of uh, over time of the change that's been happening. The cost has been falling crazily, right? But the quantity has been going up too. And so it doesn't tell the whole story about the cost. So today, it's what data is all about is about saving that data and analyzing that data. That's what it, the, the story is all about. So how much uh, is saved? 
Well, first, let's get into some definitions. Let's talk about a terabyte. A terabyte is a thousand gigabytes. So we knew what one gigabyte was. A thousand of them is a terabyte. Oh, that's not much, though. And did you know that a thousand terabytes is called a petabyte? A petabyte. And a thousand petabytes is called a zettabyte. A zettabyte. Z-E-T-T-A. Byte. Zettabyte. Uh, that's pretty good. So how much data is there in the world today? There's about 175 zettabytes in the world of data. Okay. That's uh, 175 comma with 21 zeros after it. That's so big that no one in their right mind can possibly think of it. Another way is to say is 175 zettabytes is 175 trillion gigabytes. Uh, so that's crazy. I mean, it's just so huge. In fact, it's so big that people have come up with the next thing after zettabyte. It's called a, a yatabyte, Y-A-T-T-A byte, and it's a thousand zettabytes. So that's the next one, and, and we're moving toward it, and we will, in our lifetime, we will be the yatabytes worth of data in the world. It's being stored in computers outside of your PC. It's being stored by the big companies like Google and Facebook and uh, all of those, Twitter, all of those things are saving your data, as well as all companies are saving your data that you use. Um, so, what's the opportunity for this big data? So, we've uh, covered the fact that data, uh, saving data, storage has been getting cheaper and cheaper and uh, smaller and smaller sizes really quickly. And that trend will continue into the future. That's uh, Moore's law. Is uh, if you those of you who like to talk about where the, where the future is going in Moore's law, even though people said technology can't possibly continue with it, it has, and it looks like it will. Also, uh, we've seen a definition of how big big data is on terms of zeros. It's counted by the number of zeros after a number. Twenty-one zeros is quite a few zeros. Now, what about the opportunity? What's coming? What about this big data? Well, you see, um, big data is, used to be cost, not in the just recent past, it used to be cost a lot of money to do big data analysis. And only the big, rich companies could do that. Think Google, IBM, Microsoft, those kind of companies are doing that. But now that's all changing due to artificial intelligence and the rapidity with which, with which. AI is coming along, AI, artificial intelligence. AI is, uh, is going to take over the collecting and the structuring of that data uh, because that takes about 60% uh, of the time of big data. You want to make sure the data is good you're looking at. You want to make sure there's not duplicates. You want to make sure that the formatting is right. You want to make sure it's time ordered correctly. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into making sure that the data is good and then you can start analyzing. So what's going to happen is that data scientists, those are the guys that look at big data and use lots of very important tools to do that, are about to become much, much more productive due to artificial intelligence. And smaller companies are going to be able to use it and do uh, uh, our, uh, big data analysis cheaply because of the artificial intelligence tools that are coming right now in today's market. So. The, the change is overnight that's happening here. So be aware of that. So big data analysis is actually in the future falling into four 
what I'll call new industries, four new industries. These are the opportunities that are coming for anyone who's interested in big data. And, uh, and there are hundreds, if not thousands of startup companies that are looking, trying to create a better mousetrap in each of these four areas. So there is a lot of disruptive uh, technology coming along and uh, it's, it's fascinating. So let's talk about each of these four areas. The first one is called machine learning. Machine learning is a subset of artificial intelligence. It's a piece of it. And it, what the purpose of machine learning is to train machines on uh, how to do their job. Uh, an example of that, think about self-driving cars. Uh, in that case, people like Tesla or there's other, many other companies that are uh, drive cars around and take in uh, lots of data, which by from cameras, etc., uh, and radars and lots of, lots of data and uh, and they use that data to analyze how to drive down the road safely and not run into cars to recognize traffic lights to recognize people crossing the street to recognize everything they can recognize and to do it over and over and over again and the more you learn the better the algorithms are from this machine learning that's going on there's a big big area of machine learning that's going on so the purpose is to make machines run better by themselves more autonomously. Think robots. Robots all use machine learning. And so that's a huge field. Second field is called data management. Data management, well, no, let's skip that one. Let's go to data mining. The second one is data mining. Data mining is the process of collecting the data. In other words, the data's out there, you gotta bring it in. So you have to find it, you have to mine for it. It's like mining for gold, right? Well you don't just take in all the data, you have to actually process it, and processing it is a big deal, doing it correctly, doing it efficiently. So the whole industry of data mining, bringing in the data and using it and creating it in a usable for sort, uh, a usable process is what that's all about. The third one is data management. Data management's interesting because that's where artificial intelligence takes the mind, the mind data that comes in and it sorts it and organizes that data and, uh, and creates the, uh, the results that you can see and that you can use from that data manager. What are you looking for? What are you looking for, et cetera? Uh, so, and, and the software that is coming out that people are creating for data management, it's probably gonna be open source software. What that means is everybody in the world is gonna be able to use it. It's like, uh, Linux operating system. It's it's open source. Everyone can use it. This will be a the data management tools are going to be great for that, uh, and that's exciting. Uh, I can uh, tell you, my son got a, a master's degree at the University of Pennsylvania, and in uh, 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 big data analysis. So that was all data management, and he did some really interesting things. And a paper has been produced talking about the results of that. that. The fourth and last field of industry that's being created around big data is called data and cybersecurity. It's keeping the data safe, protecting the data. It's a $200 billion industry today, and it's grow, 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 grow. It's growing exponentially. So it's the whole idea of security of data is a big deal. I mean, you hear about the lack of security all the time, right? So security is one of the places where it's at. So let's talk about where all of this is going. What's, how's all this big data gonna be used in the future? Or how is it being used today? Well, 
One way it's being used today is that uh, products or services are recommended to you on your computer in real time based on what you've been uh, looking at on your by Google. Google looks at your searches and says, oh, you're interested in going somewhere on a trip. So I'm going to give you advertisements on how to go there on a trip. You know, that's happening today. Well, that's pretty straightforward and simple stuff, but that's going to be child's play to what's coming in the future. But recommending useful things to you is if it's useful, there's money to be made in it. That's where the it's all about. Um, it's going to be used to reduce production costs and improve efficiency throughout all of industry. So not only reduce how much big data is going to cost to make, it's also going to reduce making things. You know, robots are the future for industry. They're going to replace people in the job. That's a whole social discussion to have separately, but it's, kind of, it's happening. And so uh, those productions are robots. Robots are run by artificial intelligence and uh, big data. And they run more efficiently the more data they have. So that's coming. That's a big use of it. Uh, it they will... Uh, Big, big data is going to look at uh, creating new products that you or services that you want now. So it'll be able to analyze what people really want and come to market faster. I mean, it won't be like Tesla. There's one person, Musk, who came along and said, Oh my God, we have to have an electric car and I'm going to make it and the people will buy a better mousetrap. And he was right. People are buying better mousetrap. Well, this next generation is going to be the people will say, I want a better mousetrap, and it will be built by an industry. It doesn't take the individual any future anymore. Another big part of this is latency. It's how fast is data collected, the speed of data collection. Let me give you an idea of the importance of latency. You know that uh, Musk is putting up a bunch of satellites around the uh, world, around the globe, and he's uh, in order, I mean, uh, what the PR says is in order for everybody to have Wi-Fi on Earth. That's uh, really a, a secondary reason. The primary reason is to reduce the latency time between the London stock market and the New York stock market. He believes he can get the data between the two in uh, about half the time it is now, and that savings of time will pay for the entire satellite system plus make him a much richer man than he is. So, uh, smart guy, but it shows the importance of latency. How fast does the data move? There are other latency examples coming in the world, so be aware of that. It's part of the trend of the future. So here's the question for all of you. If you have all of this big data, if you had all of this big data and the tools and uh, the knowledge, how would you use it? What would you do with it in the world? How would you make the world better? How would you make your world better? How would you make your family's world better? So think about that. How would you make your community, just your neighborhood or your city's world better with all of this information that's being gathered at an ever so rapidly increasing rate? That's it for today. It's a thought for uh, tweaking your mind around this problem. Uh, I'll be coming to you in the not-too-distant future with a more traditional economy guy, and uh, be seeing you then. Bye now.